Hello and welcome to The Point of Everything. My name is Ono Sullivan and today's guest on the show is another Owen. Owen French, the front man, main man in Talos. He's just released his debut album, Wild Alley. They are a band. It's It's been a long journey for Talos. They've gone from... Owen was in a band called Hush Warcry a couple of years ago. Back in like 2012, they released an EP on the Delphi label. And then Talos kind of started it up a year or so later. And it's kind of slowly mutated. I've seen him down through the years. I've seen kind of all the guises going from, you know, solo with one or two members to having fully fledged six guys on stage with him. I talk in the interview, I mentioned Debarra's last summer and I mentioned Hardworking Class Heroes a couple of months later. Two shows that absolutely blew me away. I don't actually say it to him, but that that show at Hardworking Class Heroes might be the best I've ever seen at that festival. And I've been going since 2006, I think, guys, to Hardworking Class Heroes. So I don't drop stuff like that lightly. Wild Alley is the name of his debut album. It's a really, really great collection of songs. It's about 13 in all. It's one of my favorite albums of the year so far. And we talk about the making of that. We talk about Connolly's Alep. He was sporting a Connolly's Alep t-shirt when we did the interview. So it kind of seemed right to chat about them for a while. We mentioned a couple of names. Colm O'Hurlihy uh, is one of them. He was kind of involved in Feel Good Lost and he's just one of those people who has been involved in a couple of Cork bands down through the years. He's currently living in Iceland. We mentioned Sam McNichol, who runs Connolly's Lep and is also in Talos, and Brendan Canty of Feel Good Lost, who released Wild Alley. It's on the Feel Good Lost label, and Brendan Canty, of course, responsible for a slew of videos as well under the Feel Good Lost name. So I think that you're all caught up. I think you're all ready to listen to Owen chat about how Talos has developed over the years. We go into a lot more. We talk about the summer festivals that he's had come that he's got coming up in uh, summer 2017 and lots more. It's a really enjoyable chat. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, just a few things. The point of everything, you can subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes and any other, I don't know, like whatever other podcast app that you use. Uh, search for The Point of Everything and it should come up. At TPOE blog on Twitter, The Point of Everything on Facebook. And I think that that's pretty much it. Let's get into it. It's myself and my fellow named Owen. He spells it differently, but that's okay. Owen French, aka Talos, talking about Talos. So like you're you're almost finished like the the tour for Wild the Wild Alley album tour. Yeah. Eh? You've got like two dates left uh, from what I can see. Voodoo in Belfast at the end of May. And Spirit yeah. Store in Dundalk at uh, the end it's of June. Thin. Not including the festivals, no, or anything like that. How have you found? Um, have you found the tour? Yeah, it's, it's been cool. like there's been some like it's been some great shows to be honest. And then um, yeah, it's been it's yeah it's been good fun. It's been good fun to be straight up. Uh, the Saint Lu- the Saint Luke's and the and the Button Factory are probably the 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 highlights of it, really. Um, but yeah, it's it's been good. Like I think it's all it's probably just at the at the start of it still, and I'm fairly wrecked already. Like so, yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. But like this, yeah, two left. So um, what what was Saint Luke's like? I was yeah, it was pretty mad to be honest. It was. Um, I was like, I was, uh, I was really worried about the sound, like, 
Because you don't, you don't know, do you know, like, because we, we have enough reverb as it goes, do you know what I mean? So it's like, we need a, <laughs> and then to add a kind of a church to that, like, is a bit full on, but, uh, but it was actually, it was, it was fine, actually, weirdly enough, it was, it, there was, there wasn't much wrong with it, and, um, yeah, it was just great, it was fucking amazing, to be honest. You're always kind of scared, like, I'm all, you'd always be kind of half worried about the sitting down thing. I, I don't know why. Do you know what I mean? There's that thing of like, do people kind of get into get into a bit more understanding up, or is it kind of, kind of less formal or something? But um, I don't know. Worked that night. It, whatever it was with the setting and stuff, and I think like it probably being Cork as well helped. Do you know what I mean? It was sold out. Yeah, it's yeah. like a nice nice it kind of cool. feather in the bow early yeah. on in the tour as well. But um, like when you're looking out at the people who are sitting down, like mm. are you are you kind of like you see them just kind of sitting down and you're yeah, like, oh, oh, yeah. oh no, I, I ge- oh, genuinely, like, I was yeah. like, fuck, is this, is this landing, like, yeah. do you know that kind of way? That's Not, interesting. Yeah. Because you can, you can see the faces, like, it's, it's more lit up than a usual show, I presume, uh, where you can actually. Yeah, kind of, like, I yeah. think, like, I, I, we played the first song and it was like, oh, that went well, and then you kind of look up and people, and whatever, you get a reaction or something, then you look up and it's like, okay, I'm still sitting down and it's, it's all like, yeah. super tame or something. And then, uh, and you just go, oh, look, just it was just we just go to the next next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. were they getting up and dancing or anything uh, like that by the end? Or they did. They, they did at the like end. That? Yeah, they did at the end. So you get you get we got a sense of it then, which was cool. Like, and that was like a massive kind of relief because like oh, because I was really enjoying it and the sound was really cool and, and like everything was, you know, like we like we were playing well and stuff and I was like this is great like. But yeah, I don't know, whatever that is, whatever that is of just kind of that, that sitting down thing kind of, not that it throws you, but it's like. Puts you off your game a little bit. small, like, but yeah. Yeah. Tiny bit like. Is that the only church gig that you've done on this tour? Because like Ireland's gone crazy for gigs in churches. Yeah, they're mad, right? <laughs> it's like the new thing or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's like new churches are yeah. popping up all the time as well. You're like, yeah. where did new that religions come from? New religions and new... Was that the only church we did? Um, I, yeah, we we played this thing in... I mean, oh, yeah, we played a thing in Waterford, um, which was like another kind of... What, a deconsecrated church or something. But it was it was more like hall, like as, as opposed to like kind of like the epicness of St. Luke's is a different thing again, you know? It's not as big as St. Luke's. No, oh, no, 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 not, not even like a quarter as big kind of thing. But it was more like a small, kind of more of a community hall type church thing if that right. makes yeah, any yeah. sense but it was cool it was nice as well but it was less um I was less like challenging well challenge I say challenging some ways but then after we played St. Luke's it was like oh this is sweet there wasn't actually it wasn't as bad like it, it wasn't as much of a challenge to actually get the sound right as I thought it would be do you reckon yeah so that's good so yeah right. it was cool um the sound I guess of Talos is something that we'll get to later on but um, like you've got a couple of fest, you've got a good few festivals coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, does this is this tour like a good thing to do just before the festivals, or is it better to kind of give yourself time to get into playing festivals because they're completely they're almost like completely different gigs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good question, actually. Sorry, uh, no. well, I don't have much choice in it already. <laughs> so, no, so, yeah. um, like, are the festivals all going to be like the full talent yeah, experience? Yeah, it's six piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I d- I don't know. I think. 
yeah they are they are very different things in a way but I suppose it's just it is always kind of good, very simply it's always kind of good to play isn't it I mean it just gives us a chance to, to kind of lock in more and and actually just just kind of get used to because we tried to uh, well we did we kind of remade the set again for this kind of string of dates so it was it was it was definitely important to to get a number of gigs under our belts before we play festivals because I, I suppose there is always that worry with your own shows is like like is anybody gonna fucking come like do you know what I mean do you know that kind of way so with the festival it's like not that you're guaranteed everybody to, people to show up to the tent or the stage wherever you're playing but at the same time you're still kind of guaranteed that there's going to be someone there you know so I think it was I think I think it was it is a good thing and it has been a good thing for us because yeah I think it just it just helps us to kind of sync up and helps to you know it helps us to kind of find little bits and transitions and kind of fills and and just other other kind of minute moments actually that you don't that I don't think you get from practicing in a way you know I think you, you it's a different type of playing or something or a different type yeah, of like, consciousness not consciousness sounds stupid but you know what I mean you kind of you're more aware of, of who's doing what I think in a live situation yeah. Um, is, is it kind of like you kind of make a couple of mistakes along with the kind of experimentation yeah 100% and you're alright you're all right with that and you're like, that was a good mistake yeah, to make yeah yeah exactly but then you're way more aware of the bad mistakes as well do you know what I mean it's like that wasn't the right thing to do or whatever so yeah and are you pro- you're probably thinking as well like oh maybe this song isn't a festival song because like you've only got like 30 40 minutes yeah. to make an impression rather than yeah. like over an hour or 70 minutes or whatever you're playing at the moment yeah 100 percent. or or the thing of like one of the songs that you think isn't a festival song might be perfect because it breaks up the set or something you know yeah or it gives it it's something else or you make it into something else or something so yeah it's it's it, it was actually just a good kind of set of dates to do for us to just pick the parts that weren't working and parts that were so now we kind of know going into do you know what I mean you can you can kind of just develop on that really Leo. yeah um Connolly's Alep was the first gig that you played on this kind of album tour and it seems to me like Connolly's Alep is kind of like what almost made Talos what it is today definitely yeah definitely live anyway yeah because you're playing with like four of the guys that are from yeah. Lep, I think. Yeah, is yeah. It? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like I went to school with all four of them. Oh, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The year yeah, of yeah. in school, yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. were you like, how did you meet the guys? Um, so uh, Sam, Sam through Brendan, and I don't know how Brendan and Sam met, but just Sam through Brendan, and I think Sam through like, like a feel good last birthday party in Connolly's before it opened and stuff, and then. Um, I suppose the Connolly stuff was just starting for Sam. So Sam, so Sam then became the drummer at, at one stage last year. The Connolly stuff started kind of kicking off. He said he couldn't commit fully, and asked Josh to kind of fill in Josh Sampson to fully to fill in when he wasn't there. Josh said he would, and the lads kind of went back and forward, actually just playing like one at a time. And then Alex came home from Oz. Sonny was kind of there. We went let's just see what happens here when we all get in the room and it just kind of clicked it was just it was it, it, it wasn't actually a very hard thing to get right weirdly enough um and i, I always kind of say it, it was more like it was more me fitting in with the lads because the lads have played music all their lives you know what i mean then as opposed to them kind of trying to work out what was going on you know was, was that all last year 
yeah that it came together so six we've only been playing six months i think as a as a six piece so since well seven months since june right hmm. ah yeah trying to piece it all together yeah you know? um so like the album that we hear wild alley which mm. was released on feel good last mm. about a month ago wasn't it? Two three weeks, weeks ago three yeah. weeks ago as we're as we're talking now in mm. the middle of may um is that like all you yeah. on the album yeah yeah pretty much the guys play um uh, Josh plays drums on one song and then Sam plays some percussion on one song Sonny plays some bass on one song Alex plays some guitar on one song and that's it then yeah yeah. and so when you're putting the sets together now is it good are you okay to kind of let them let them go a little yeah. bit like they're not they're not just mine anymore no 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 no. I, I, I kind of I went into it with that decision because I think like it's just not it becomes a different thing, isn't it? It's mu- it's much more of an enjoyable thing for the people playing that they they own it or something, or they can make it what they want to make it. And then I think it kind of tells live as well if you're actually watching people that like are making something together. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like I might have like I might have written all the songs, but like live they're remade by the lads. Do you know what I mean? They're remade by the five people that are Dave as well plays cello and keys. Like so they they take their parts and they remake them however they kind of see fit and as long as it kind of works with all of us then it works you know so there's definitely that ownership like i would always say that that the lads like like own the live thing as well as me i'm not doing that kind of thing i don't feel like oh this is you know all me like i don't want to be like you know whatever about the recorded pieces like i'd be kind of pedantic about that like and i'd probably you know like i'd be very kind of um, particular about how how, how it's kind of made and, and what's made and all that but like with regard to the live stuff I think it's just important for engagement actually it's important for anybody watching it like it, it doesn't make sense for me to be out in front with a spotlight on me and the lads playing what I played because the lads are better musicians than I am <laughs> so they can probably make it sound better than I have live in a live situation anyway you know so like visually it's very striking having like the six of you all up like the first time well I've, I saw you twice in the second half of last year I okay. saw you at um the bars as a six piece on that kind of Icelandic Irish oh yeah, tour. yeah, 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 yeah that was re- yeah. that was yeah. the first time that I'd seen you and it was like whoa it's like talos 2.0 yeah you know it's very like uh it's very visceral it's like coming at you from all angles like visually hourly and everything and then i saw you at uh hardworking class heroes as well where it was like much bigger room much bigger space and it it seemed like it was almost like your coming out party you know it was (laughs) like it was like stand back it's gonna gonna be good yeah well like the lads they they changed like playing live to me i used to i used to hate it like uh, especially when it was well I won't say I hated it but I was never like it was never something I was super comfortable with because I, I never really thought that the live stuff was was actually that good like until there was kind of five people around me I think there was this there was this um, like a safety and numbers thing as well like yeah. do you know what, in, did, what didn't you like about playing live I don't you, know like you didn't think the sound was there yet sort of thing well I I, I, th- I think I was, I was definitely at a place where like I didn't have I didn't have all of the songs written that I wanted. Do you know what I mean? I didn't feel as confident in in the actual body of music that I had behind me, definitely, 100%, at that time when I was on my own or something. The second thing was, it just didn't actually feel kind of that honest or something, you know? 
like you're kind of playing yourself and you're like launching like kind of samples and playing piano like because I'd never kind of say that I'm like a like a brilliant player or anything do you know what I mean but like I feel like I can write write songs and like you know I, I like I write music and, and kind of produce and stuff as opposed to that but um yeah with regards to playing I just never actually felt like kind of overly comfortable but maybe not comfortable but actually just didn't really enjoy it as much I think actually like the like the joy of the simple joy of actually playing with other people was a massive kind of thing actually for this live I think yeah do you know like Talos has been going about since about 2013 is it something yeah 2013 yeah. 2014 yeah three so four years maybe you're you're kind of just enjoying writing the music at home and kind yeah. of coming up with ideas and stuff and seeing where it would go a hundred percent like a hundred percent I mean like it was very much like a bedroom thing yeah I know we played we played live right but we we did like um we had like a three piece thing which was like like pads and never live drums and like pads and like all hooked up to a laptop and I don't know, just it was like it was a bit plastic do you know what I mean it was just a bit like a bit fake or something um yeah and I I I, I just, like it was just that thing of it I, for me it was literally like two lads I was playing with at the time stopped playing Dave the cellist got involved we did a two-piece thing for a while and then it just it was always something I wanted to do was be in a, a kind of a band with like a kind of a large scale kind of band that had a lot kind of going on and I kind of in a way I was saw it as, as that thing live but never never got an opportunity to do it never met the right people that wanted to do it and then it just kind of happened quite quite naturally I suppose in a way with the lads you know what uh where was the first like full band uh practice that you had was it in Connolly's it was actually in um it was in uh, Josh Josh used to have a house in Denny's no not Denny's Cross uh, Dylan's Cross oh okay and we just went up there into his his room and then the kind of all six of you yeah it was bizarre <laughs> it was pretty okay pretty you, go on the, you yeah, lie down yeah, on the bed yeah, yeah it was pretty intense no but uh, and then um, and then I suppose the, the first yeah the first the first proper like full system thing was Connolly's yeah yeah and is it's like a revelation to you, is it? Oh, it was it was a light, like it was a light bulb thing. Like it just it was like how haven't I done this for four years? You know, but it was the simple. I think it was it was genuinely like the simple fact of the matter that there was no one. Well, I didn't go searching out kind of six people to do it either. Do you know what I mean? I, I like you know the, like we the live thing probably wasn't kind of a priority for me in a way like. You would have just been happy, like, making music in the bedroom? Well, I just, I was, yeah, yeah. Thing. Well, I was happy at that time doing it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just what I what I was doing, I suppose, really, yeah. So what was it that, like, you were like, no, Talos has to, has to kind of be live, we have to kind of push that direction? Or was there any kind of, like, grand plan like that? Or was it just, like, it, did it come together naturally? It wasn't really a grand plan. I think there was, like, a string of, like, terrible shows that I did. Like re Just as the three piece, yeah, and I think that, and I think that was part of it as well as that. No, as a three piece and a two piece, and I think that was kind of part of it as well because, like, like there's nothing that used to get me down so much, like than like playing something that bad. You come out of it and it's just like the most kind of like emptying kind of feeling is like coming off stage and it's like 
just been kind of a nightmare kind of thing. So that like that happened like numerous times uh, before the lads got involved, and I was just like, oh lads, I just can't, I can't, like you can't, can't go through this again. <laughs> like, so there was either like I don't play live or I we do something completely different. Like, did you was, did you have people coming up to you like after those shows, being like? That was amazing, you know. That after was, the live shows? A, after, like, those no, shows for your nah, feet? Nah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. Like, you they know that they're bad. Like, yeah? yeah, yeah, they wow. were bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't think about, like, uh, Talos is over. Yeah, there was there was um, hardworking class heroes, not this year, last year. Um, 2015. We, 2015. We were playing in, uh, playing in the academy, and um, the computer, like, pretty much, like, died halfway like through the set so we had like a few tracks running or whatever and and actually what happened was there was something wrong with the mic so i had to run the mic through the computer so the whole thing died so there was no whatever and it was just a nightmare and then the computer's going mental all night so it was a a disaster like and everybody was all over the shop and uh i just i and i came off like it was the day before my birthday actually i came off i was just like no that's it i just can't i can't even can't even do this no anymore like that's the end of it and uh i said i said to my girlfriend at the time was just like nah <laughs> good luck <laughs> see you later i'll be an architect or a fucking painter or anything i don't give a shit <laughs> never doing this again so yeah so that that was that and then that took a while to kind of push past that and um was there anybody saying to, like who was saying to you no don't don't give up on it yet i don't give up on it yeah uh, not like err. I suppose Brendan and the lads, like the lads in Field Goulas probably were, and that, you know that was that was about it. I mean, like in a way, I, you know, if if I did, I knew I, would, I even regardless of anything, I would have regretted it because I was like I was in this to make an album. Do you know what I mean? From the start, from the Talos thing, I was like, okay, I'll start this with the goal of making an album. What happens from there happens from there, kind of thing, and we'll, we'll kind of see. So if I'd stopped, then I know I would have been like, oh, I was, no, that's 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 a bit weak. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, the live thing for a while like was a, a tormenting kind of experience actually. Did you have kind of hush war cry your previous band kind of the shadow of that hanging over you at all? You were like, the, yeah. oh, I've already seen one. Band oh kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, yeah. You know, fall down. I don't want to see this go as well. It, yeah, but I th- yeah, I, th- I think probably in another way as well. Like I mean, the you know I, I was quite happy with, with with what we came up with there actually with the hush war cry stuff and. Uh, like there was definitely kind of pressure even from that in a way in that like you know you kind of decide to finish up with something that was probably we like we were on the verge of maybe just starting down the road of making an album or whatever which probably would have been done in half the time that I did this do you know do you know what I mean just through working with like other people four people exactly yeah it, the very the very simple fact of that um but there was that there was definitely that like I think that that was more the shadow as opposed to kind of as opposed to saying that it kind of dissolved or like it fell apart or kind of was the end of it or whatever. It was more, it was more that thing of, oh, I could be done now. And with Hush Work, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That like, you know, we had, you know, we, we'd made a good EP. It was leading on to an album. It was something that, again, you know, if we had started when I started the Talos stuff, it would have been kind of finished after half the time we got there. So it was that thing of like, you know, like, you're leaving something that's kind of quite established or not quite established but has some sort of platform already there and you're going into something fresh it was more that kind of fear do you know what i mean um 
of starting something new as opposed to as opposed to kind of worrying about this thing falling apart or something again, you know. I met uh, Alexi from Delphi oh, yeah. at, at Music yeah, Work yeah, yeah, last yeah. week and I was talking to him about like Talos and Hush Work right? and he was like still really really proud of that EP yeah yeah so there you go yeah. I am too like I, yeah. I, I, 100, 100% yeah I'd, I'd be I'd be proud of it like um, I mean it, it was you know it was something that took us a year we probably had an album in this really but it took us a year, you know a year and a half to make or something and yeah I was I'd, yeah I'd be still proud of that yeah it's the start, probably the start of uh, whatever the hell this is, I suppose, really, you know, in a way, like. When did uh, you meet <clears throat> Brendan Canty? Um, during the Hush Walker stuff. So he did videos, or a video for Hush Walker, right, with them. Um, uh, so Colin was managing us at the time, and then they got buddies and. Colin sp- O'Hurley? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. And I suppose Cork is quite small, so that's, you know, you know how it is, and uh yeah, that was kind of the start of it. And then he suggested me working with Ian on a Young Wonder track and I kind of co-wrote one of the songs on, um, on the album with Ian and uh, and Rachel. And then that was kind of it. Then they were like, oh, you know, we should just do a track with Ian. And that's how the whole kind of Talos thing started really was kind of that, you know. Through working with Young Wonder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Brendan was just like, oh, you know, just maybe do your own thing. And as a side thing, and he was like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> is Brendan like your manager? Yeah. Now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brendan, a guy called Barry. So they both kind of run feel good last, like. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's good to have someone like that, like. It's cool. Yeah. Knows what he's talking about. Kind of, anyway. And he makes really good videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loved that. No, knows what he's talking about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he may, no, I, I think the, the visual side of it is, is, is great because, like, it's, it's good to kind of have someone that, you know, you, you could have, like, just a spark of an idea for something and he can he can kind of bring it across the line that's at quite a high quality or something um like the actually the last well this video and the next video are probably the most like i'd have been involved in how it came across do you know what I mean like the visual how it ended up visually or something you're like, kind of more, more able to say like this is what yeah Exactly, yeah, like. yeah, I'm more able to, kind of, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, and, and I think that just took time to kind of working together to be able to say, like, oh, look, I'm not into that or whatever, yeah. you know yourself, like, it's same as anything, like, you just get, you, it's getting to a point where you're kind of comfortable enough with someone to say, like, oh, look, it's not great, or it's, this is great, that part's great, or whatever, you know yourself, like. Um, the visual side of, of Talos is very, <coughs> it's very um, evident, like, was that just a collaboration between you or was it kind of like Brendan saying this is what we should kind of work towards you know uh well no it was I uh, know it was it was a collab yeah no it was a very kind of direct collaboration like like I'd I'd have like very clear ideas as to how especially the album stuff as to how it kind of came across or what I wanted it to be I suppose in a way like you know and um like I designed the the sleeve of the the record when it finally gets here like so uh, so yeah so I kind of spent a lot of time on that that was probably the most stressful part of the whole process really was doing that and uh, <laughs> of, of making the album <laughs> and years making the album oh man I, I <laughs> genuinely the most stressful part was making the the God. inner sleeve is it for the for the vinyl record yeah yeah and there's like bits and but like and just, and all the the kind of single artwork and stuff and all that kind of stuff but yeah, that was actually a kind of a stressful thing because I don't know, well, there was very strict time limitations. So it was like a super intense kind of three weeks 
to get all that stuff over the line and it had to be of a certain quality and it was it was just tough. Like Brendan obviously Brendan was Brendan was there as well and, and, and kinda of doing it. But yeah, I did yeah, I did I did a lot of that after we'd finished the the mixing and the mastering and all that kind of stuff. I'd say it's mad, like if a band like from twenty years ago is listening in, they're like so involved in everything. Like, yeah, but I'd, I'd imagine I'd imagine that kind of happens a lot now, though, doesn't it? I, I'd imagine like that now. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I suppose yeah. it's it's a couple of things. Like it's everything kind of being freely available on the internet and yeah. stuff, and just everybody knows <clears> how to, <throat> almost everybody knows how to Photoshop. I still don't. I still need to uh, <laughs> figure out my Photoshop yeah. stuff. But yeah, it is just kind of like trying to put that all together under the one um, name, I guess, of Talos. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like. I think it's just that thing is like, you know, when you've when you've kind of a, a clear idea ab- about something, whatever whatever it is, be it visual or, or sound wise, and especially after the the time kind of working on the album, like there's no point in kind of not seeing it through. Really, like is there? I mean, like you're gonna know better than anyone, really. Especially after sitting with the music for kind of four years, you're like, oh, I know how this needs to be seen or something, you know, or how it ne- how it needs to be put across or or what it needs visually or something. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I, like you'd always have to trust yourself in that. I think, do you know what I mean? I, I, I would think so anyway. What about when you actually finally signed off on the album? Like, was mm-hmm. it? Were you kind of like, oh no, it's not finished yet. Oh no, it's not finished yet. There's one more like tiny tinkering that we have to do. Or were you kind of like, do you know when you recorded the last note? You were yeah. like, that's it. Wild Alley's done. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, we we finished the recording in in like the start of December and 2015 or 2016 2016 yeah. oh, okay so we finished the start of September or December sorry um or no middle of December and then there was like four or five weeks of mixing maybe so it was all in around the 20th of January so maybe six weeks seven weeks of mixing um when I when I finished the recording I was I was like oh did we get everything there like do you know what I mean but then when the mixes kind of started coming back and I started, you know, we, we kind of went back and forward with them and, and, and got them to a certain place. Uh, like, I think only then I was like, oh, yeah, look, I, like, I, I, there was nothing else I could have or would have wanted to have actually put on this. So I was actually quite satisfied as, as, when it came. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't kind of left going, um, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Like... Uh, it was more. It was definitely kind of a like a, there was a there was like a finality to it, which was cool. Like you know, which is what I actually wanted. You know, you, you want that. Like you don't want to be kind of going. I oh, kind of left. You know, I le- you know we left that out, or oh, this doesn't sound exactly right, or you know, we, oh, we maybe should have done this better, or something like that. Like I was, I, there was a finality to it, which was, which was the main thing I could have kind of hoped for, actually, as opposed to like that fear of kind of saying, I, oh, you know what if kind of thing you know yeah there's a lot a lot of bands it seems like they finish the album and then they're like instantly have like newer songs as well and you're just wondering oh should i put that on like was, yeah did you have anything like that or were you like um, this, this is kind of every everything y- that we've done up to now uh well no there was a lot of songs that didn't make it like i mean there was a lot a lot of songs written that that didn't didn't get there um a few songs that probably came close right do you know i think we had a uh, maybe 22 or 21 tracks all together going in but like 
before we boiled it down and then decided on, we actually decided on 12. So I left out tethered bones at the start. And th- actually, that was the only, actually, that was the only question I had at the end was, should that be on it or not? And I oh, I wondered about that. And there was a few people that came, like the people that I, I sent it to that I kind of trust with it. It was it was kind of half and half. Like they were like definitely on it, definitely not on it, definitely not on it. So, so in a way, like my decision for leaving on it was that it was kind of like the the seed or something. It was the start of the whole thing. So it kind of felt like it almost kind of warranted a place in the middle of it, you know? Yeah. So, and that's that was kind of the reasoning behind that. That you released that as a single. That was the first single. It was the very the, first thing, yeah. Twenty fourteen or fifteen or something like that. Was it? Yeah, twenty fifteen or something. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it a re-recorded version or anything? No, like that? it's it's the same version. It's remix. Ours remastered. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that's it's nice, like to have that kind of kind of. I think so. I think yeah. so. You're like, still. You're I'm still. still wondering that, about that's it. still. That's still the only wonder I actually had. Like. Like I haven't listened to the album in, in, Oh really? And I haven't listened to it since Maybe January I'd say I just haven't sat down Like I'd, I'd listen to certain songs Like The Odd Time Just to Well especially for the live stuff I'm just like Oh you know how More like How do we do this live? <laughs> as, <laughs> this song sound yeah, like again? As opposed to kind of As opposed to kind of Sitting down and listening to it No but I haven't I haven't listened to it in In In, in A long time But um, But yeah that was That was the only question And like I probably still, yeah, I probably still kind of have a, a question. There's still a slight question mark over, but at the end of the day, it was like, it's probably right actually being there, I think. I think makes it, sense. Like, I think so, yeah. Makes sense to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's a good song, so. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned the record earlier. That is it, is it, has it arrived yet? Oh, is it, it's it's still delayed. Fucking nightmare. But it's bloody record nightmare. store day, eh? Jesus. I bet that's like the, the only like, reason. Everything, like, I know it's been, well, that's the problem. main problem was we got a print back that that was skipping like when when we put it on, so it was a disaster. So it was just printed badly first, so we need to get reprinted, and then records day record store day came. So whatever the queue we were in, I suppose we lost our place in the queue. You know, so you kind of start again and oh, it's it's just been it's just been a pain really to be honest because you know you're you're eager to kind of get it, well you're just eager to get it really because it's you know it's kind of the end of it or something so it's still yeah. kind of ongoing like which is it's pain. that thing of having the physical object in your hand and that's yeah. when you're going to listen to the album that's exactly like, yeah literally and i think it. maybe that's what i'm saving for subconsciously you know? <laughs> it's yeah. like this is why it's if the vinyl like. ever comes <laughs> yeah. yeah do you have an eta on it uh i think this week oh yeah which is Fingers good crossed. yeah which and, and I'm, I'm i'm kind of really looking forward to seeing the print of the the artwork as well you know because Again, I suppose we, you know, we, we, it was such kind of an intense thing to get it done. Like, I was like, just, you know, I just want to see it actually in person and then probably give out to myself for doing something wrong or something. It's like, shit. <laughs> you know, it's a typo. Or yeah, something. yeah. No. Um, uh, have you been to Iceland much? Have you played in Iceland? Yeah, been over and back a bit um, over the last kind of two or three years. So I... Um, so you're one of the tracks on it got we kind of been working with this guy kind of Valgear Sigurdsson he owns a, a studio over there that Colin Morley actually manages so we've been we've been over and back to to that place a bit and I kind of did some live videos there and you know spent a few days writing there and stuff and and he mixed one of the tracks on the album 
and um, mastered one of the tracks on the album, or mastered two of the tracks on the album. And um, I'm probably looking to for the next kind of thing to kind of go over and back a bit more because the, the studio is kind of an amazing place, you know. I haven't seen any any of Iceland at all. Like I haven't left Reykjavik, which is a disaster. Like so, I go over there and either play shows and chill out in the city, or go to the the studio and do some live stuff or write or something. So I haven't actually gone. Yeah, haven't done any kind of touristy stuff, which is <laughs> seen the Northern Lights. I did from yeah, I did actually from outside yeah. a bar somewhere in in the middle of Reykjavik. Yeah, that's probably the first thing people would say to you, though. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all the Northern Lights. Yeah, You're okay. Yeah, yeah. We're good box ticked it seems like it's a really <coughs> inspiring place to be is it did you kind of find that did you mm-hmm. like was there something about like the work ethic or something like that how the people work who are making music or how the music industry is that kind of like inspired you in some ways yeah i i think that's i think that's it was probably yeah it was the work and like work ethic but also like maybe like what's produced or how it's produced or um and th- what very directly like the people actually do it's the people we met there that were kind of involved in the stuff people from bedroom um i suppose the fact that like you know you're kind of going in going out there like uh, you're kind of an you know you you're you're an outsider in a good way like everybody's really friendly but at the same time like you're never you're never inside the kind of circle or something for a long time anyway like you you get to the point where you're kind of everything's cool but uh you know you're kind of looking at these people who are obviously like, you know, like a, a lot better than, than I am or like a lot of people are and you're kind of like, you know, you get to, you get to kind of interact directly with them and you get to kind of make music in their space and make music with them, I suppose, at times. And, and that's, that's probably it really. That was probably the main kind of thing I got from it anyway, really, is, uh, is, a, is just that, that very simple thing of you know working in a studio as kind of special as bedroom or something like that or you know working with people like Yofford or and um and Valgear and, and these kind of people you know so it's I, that was that was probably the main thing really you, uh Yofford was who you toured with um yeah on the Icelandic Irish tour that I mentioned earlier when you played the bars she mm-hmm. seems like an amazing person like yeah. her albums are class like both with Samaras and her her mm. new solo album which mm. she released earlier this year yeah like what's she like to work with or to it's great I mean like super like super kind of open like really really uh, she's actually because that's always the question when anybody really is like you know you know uh, will I get on with it? If you're going to work with him, will I get on with him? Will will this be shit? <laughs> will this be good or whatever? So, I mean, it, it was just a very kind of free thing. Now, like, you know, like, we've only done kind of small bits together. Like, she was supposed to, she's potentially going to be singing on, on the record, but we never got around to doing it. And um, we've kind of written small bits at certain times, like, actually during that tour. It was very, very briefly, like, um, writing together yeah like really, really actually really briefly and we played one of the tracks at at uh at Connolly's on that tour so we i think it was like super short kind of stuff do you know what i mean like an hour an hour here half an hour there kind of thing but uh but yeah like that that kind of stuff i mean like she's just i think she's just really open to kind of working with anybody kind of things you know because she's i think she's got like f- five projects or something like that wow. yeah so she's got her own her own thing jfdr Samaras, Gangly, and then she's got another kind of electronic thing as well that she does. 
on her own or something. Wow. Yeah. It's funny though. I always think like, you know, I don't know, maybe a lot of what I read about you is kind of like, it's kind of like Icelandic. It's kind of like you've been there and stuff nah, like that. No? Yeah. Well, people like people, um, maybe I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I said that once or something. I don't know. Maybe fuck. I don't know. But no, it's uh, not, not well, really. Tell us, he's from Reykjavik. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I see. That's the thing. Like I, I, I'd always feel like the music is, is very much rooted here. Like, do you know, like, I'd like to think that it's 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 definitely of a place. Like there's songs that were written in Reykjavik, the songs that were written in in kind of Copenhagen, London, Dublin. And they're of those places, but the majority of it was kind of made in Cork, you know. I don't know, and like that sounds a bit kind of blue like blurry eyed and a bit kind of I love home kind of stuff. But like at the same time it's just the fact that it matter. Like I think I think I'd like to think that it kind of sounds of here or something. Is there influences from Iceland? Yeah, of course, because I'd probably listen to a lot of Icelandic music. I, probably, I would have worked directly with, with with people over there. So I mean, they definitely would have, would have rubbed off on what I do. But yeah, I would I would feel it's like of this place, and I, I, that was something that I kind of definitely set out to do. You know? Yeah. I guess it's just because it doesn't sound like a traditional Cork sound. You think of Cork, like you think yeah. of, you know, going back to the 1990s, yeah. like Sultans of England yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. It's not exactly, there's not exactly a, a where's me jumper. <laughs> on, on Isn't it? Well, Dally, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. No, that's true. That's true. But I suppose like, well, that's, I suppose it's funny you say that, like, I, like, I mean, there's there's incredible, you know, incredible bands, amazing bands, amazing musicians here. But yeah, no, like I I've always uh, I've always looked like outside of Ireland and at the start anyway, in a lot of ways, you know. And then and then you kind of get pulled back in, I suppose. You know, and you you kind of find something that kind of excites you again. And but yeah, I I, what I think is the same as everybody. You know, you, you always kind of look kind of as as kind of far away as you can especially being from a place in a strange way and I know I'm kind of contradicting myself in a way but but it, I, but again I'd always kind of come back to the fact that like you know the music's made here like I, I, have, I haven't lived anywhere else you know so it's very much of here but yeah. but it probably seeks much like farther re- farther reaching references I suppose you know what were you listening to when you were kind of making the album or kind of putting it together um, so I suppose the most recent stuff, like when we were actually recording it, like the, the Anoni album, you know, the Anoni album, yeah. like that Probably was Anthony and the Johnsons. Yeah, yeah. Type like type. that was, that was one that was kind of played most and like spoken about most, like just, I just think it was like, it's, you know, the fact that it's like, it's one of, well, for me anyway, it's, it's one of the only modern kind of successful protest albums in a way, do you know what I mean? Um, there's so much there. It's, it's it's absolutely loaded. Like it's mind blowing. Like yeah. even from the standpoint that it's being spoken from and and how it's being brought across and the idea of like hopelessness, the idea that like oh look it's it's just gone too far. Like do you know what I mean? Like you've just it, I like can't. The actual modern world has yeah, gone too far. But yeah. that's that's exactly it. Like it's that thing of like there's no like optimism really. Like there's no like oh you know like there's something. There's like there's no glimmer of like anything. It's just like that's it. Yeah, you know, it's done. Like it, and that, that was at least before Trump became president. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is which is amazing. Like, yeah. and I, um, what shocks me? Well, I don't know. Maybe not in a way, but I'm I'm quite surprised that it hasn't. Um, 
like it hasn't actually kind of garnered as much attention as, as it probably warrants in a way. Do you know what I mean? Even even at the even with like the state of things at the moment, that it's not it's not kind of seen in that uh, you know in, in in as powerful a manner as it probably should be. Like I think because um, it, it like I don't know for me anyway, it really is like the the modern album actually. Do you know what I mean? Even even sonically, the idea that these things just don't fit. The idea that like her vocals should not work with Hudson Mohawk beat, like it's just like and do you know do you, yeah. and even the fact that like the the sonics, like I was only speaking to someone about this earlier on. The idea that like you know the sounds are not really like kind of avant garde or nuanced. They're like very kind of you know cliched in a way. You know they're, they're like this the sonics of certain songs like like crisis and the kind of the poppier ones and four degrees and stuff they're very much like standard hip-hop pop kind of sounds in a way you know i would think anyway you know and then and then you um and then you get this kind of vocal that's like you know speaking about drone bombs and and kind of the extinction of species and stuff it's just like it's, I, I don't know it I, I think it's a very kind of it's a very kind of powerful piece of music actually when you're listening to it like that, are you kind of trying to unpack how how Anoni does it? Like, how does she get that sound? Like, how does it all work together? Or are you just like enjoying, I maybe def- even enjoying the album is the wrong word, <laughs> experiencing the album? Um, it, it definitely, like when I heard Crisis first, it was like, like it was, it was the first time in a long time that I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was properly like moved by that, like moved to an extent that like I hadn't been in a long time by like like pop music or probably music in general because I suppose when you when 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 you're making music but for me anyway it's you find it hard to find time to kind of just sit down and enjoy it or something um because you're always probably looking for like or you're always working on something so you're always looking for like even if you are sitting down and listening to it it gets to a point or enjoying something you get to a point where you're like oh that that's a nice snare or Oh, that's kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good sound. There. You know what I mean? I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, that, yeah that. exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that was, uh, this album definitely kind of allowed me to rap because it was, um, I think it was just the freshness of it, actually. It was just like, I haven't heard kind of anything like this in a way, like, but I have as well at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was quite familiar, but very unfamiliar at the same time or something. I don't know. I could talk, I don't know, you could talk about it all day, I think. Anoni <laughs> has a new EP out as well. Yeah. Like, new Pleasure EP. I've, I've only listened to uh, one song, but it's very much the same. Yeah. Like, I was listening to it in, on a Spotify playlist, and it came on, and I didn't know, and I was like, oh, that sounds, that sounds like Anoni. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, I don't know, maybe it's, is it the tracks that didn't make the album or something? Oh, okay. I think so. I read that somewhere. So, because it doesn't feel... Still angry. Yeah, it's still super angry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's not happy. <laughs> um, was there any other albums that you wanted to talk about that were kind of involved in the making or is kind of a noni? That was the main one. Um, Album-wise. I think, like, with the last Wild Beast album, not, not this one that just came out, not the, the Boy King one, but the... What was it called? Um, present tense. Present tense. Wonderlust. Yeah, the main single. Mm, 
Mm. So like that was there. And then, then there was like a lot of talk, talk. Um, one of the, one of the albums actually that like I loved was the, do you know the last These New Puritans album, the Fragment, was it not Fragment 2, Feel the Reads. I don't think I've ever listened to them. Oh, listen to that. That yeah. album is like stunning. Like, Talk um, Talk isn't a band that you hear many people cite as an influence. Really? I don't think so. Yeah, Mark Hollis would be a big like favourite of mine. Like, kind of new wave, yeah, 1980s stuff. Yeah, and then they were kind of into like, they went like from super like 80s pop, like proper pop into like kind of post rock jazzy super kind of expansive um like five six song albums kind of thing so it's like it, 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 it i i kind of really like that story as well actually of like like coming from that that point like of like really like and like their very first album was like just like plastic like pop like straight up like just whatever was happening at the time on radio they did that like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then that's they, not the album that you're that's no, your go to. No, 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 no. But then, then they and he kind of says that as well. Like, um, that their their second album, "It's My Life," I think, uh, or was is it "It's My Life" or "Such a Shame"? I can't. Remember. It's such a shame, maybe. Anyway, whatever. It's one or the other. Um, they kind of say that the band started there, and again, it's like pop music, but it's that idea of like there's just a. A kind of a heft to it or there's you know there's a there's like a, a a much there's a much more kind of particular or precise um kind of eye to it or something um which i find amazing and it develops into kind of a more rocky kind of fuller more live sounding thing uh, and then it just goes into much more kind of abstract much more expansive and much more experimental and it, and it kind of keeps going that way and then they kind of ended at five albums and I just really really I don't know I, I just found him a very interesting character actually it's like admiring the kind of I think, ability to change the sound yeah I think that was it actually I think that's exactly I think you nailed it yeah. there like just that uh, and it, it's not well I think there's a there's a massive like fear attached to that as well I think do you know that thing changing of changing like, your sound yeah even if, even if something is kind of working like like you know nobody's taking over the world or anything but at the same time like even if so even if you find like like people are engaging with whatever you're doing somewhat like i think the stupidest thing you could ever do is make the same thing again like mm. do you know what i mean at the same time like you know you, you know if, if you're if you come from a space of making pop like do you go off and make kind of scam music maybe not like do you know what i mean but it's that thing of like finding finding the ability to reinvent and like they did that very well do you know what I mean while at the same time probably carrying through the best parts of the last thing they've made or something um so yeah like I would take I would probably take a lot of kind of inspiration from Talk Talk like Talk Talk would be would be up there probably for me you know that's good and I learned a little bit about Talk Talk who I didn't really know about before there you go um (laughs) I guess just finishing up you're, you've got the summer festival circuit coming up mm. I've got some of the festivals that you're playing at uh, written down here Independence in Cork Body and Soul Forbidden Fruit Sea Sessions I think are the, mm-hmm. the ones that have been announced so far are you looking forward to it? Yeah I, yeah, I really am actually um, I'm really like uh, Forbidden Fruit anyway and, and Electric Picnic and 
body and soul. I'm really looking forward to them. Are you playing on the Monday of, of uh, Forbidden Fruit? Yeah, yeah. Bonnie yeah. Verde. Yeah, yeah. Bonnie Verde, yeah. That's, that's the day <laughs> Bonnie Verde, yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I'm really looking forward to like his, like that new record is a fucking, it's like really interesting piece of work as well. Like I'm kind of uh, very excited to see that. But it's funny, like, you know, he's, he's a guy that's kind of, he's kind of adapted, you know, the OP1, the teenage engineering synth. Have you heard of, do you know the OP1? It's a teenage. No. Oh, an uh, instrument. It's a synth, it? yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So he's kind of adapted that and almost like made his sound out of it. I find anyway, like it's something that you kind of hear and it's like, okay, like, you know, there's almost a fear to go near that synth. No, like it's like you can't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't You're know. gonna be labeled like Bonnie yeah, Ver. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Like Especially if like it's you know if, if it's if it's in that vein anyway. You're like okay, so ch- change attack. So that's like so that I think the forbidden fruit. The forbidden fruit is something I'm really looking forward to. Like you've got flying lotus as well. Like Aphex Twin is on the Sunday. Um, yeah, it's like it's an insane festival. Like, um. But yeah, it should be a busy summer. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. We're kind of, we've got a few nice, nice shows lined up anyway, which is cool. You'll have the, you'll finally have the record in your hand as well. Let's you'll be see. Selling them Let's from see. the side of the stage. Let's see. Yeah. Well, Jesus. Well, listen, man, it was, uh, it's good to talk to you. Yeah. Good. Thanks, uh, man. Got a good summer ahead. Busy yeah. summer ahead. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, see you at a few of them, I'd say. Are you going, uh, are you going out firing as well? Yeah, we're going to, the, we've the Great Escape on, friday oh class yeah yeah so it's pretty cool and then we've got bush stock in june and i think there's one or two more in july but they're not like over the line yet or something so let's see it'll probably be strange for you going to uh <coughs> great escape like you're probably playing a small small enough oh yeah 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 like yeah, yeah. yeah you super played, small you played, i didn't even mention it earlier you played at uh, Cork Opera House last yeah. week as part yeah. of um, Music Cork. Yeah, it sounds like it was sold out. It was yeah, packed, something like that. Yeah, and, yeah. And now yeah. you're going to be going to this yeah this small venue. Sure, go again. That's the joys. But we start we start again. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, reborn or something. Fuck it. It'll be a bit of crack. Yeah. So have a good summer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man.